Blended. Welcome to Marketing Blend, guys, where I bring you all the marketing news plus tips and tricks to help you get your marketing on track. All right, let's get on with the show. All right, Amazon has made some uh, interesting news that it's going to allow people to make videos. Yes, I kind of signed up a little bit, not fully for it, just to kind of see the process of how do you sign up for it. It's actually not quite bad. It's pretty easy. Uh, it allows you to sign up, do the whole bank account thing, uh, and then the tax form, if you want to do that that way. I opted not to do the tax form because I just really wasn't going to do that quite yet. But it is very simple to do. It's very easy to just to, you know, sign up and then go on and make your shows. Uh, I don't really have anything for Amazon to, you know, use quite yet, so I wasn't really getting into it. I just really wanted to find out. But yes, it is super easy, free, and you can make your own videos. Uh, I wouldn't really try to make videos like YouTube on Amazon just because it is a little bit of a different type of market, but it should be interesting to see if you guys can make great content for Amazon specifically. They are going after uh, YouTube in that fashion, but I feel like it's still a little bit more professional on the side of it. But if you have a web series, I would highly recommend that you actually get on this quite quickly because it could be a really great way of getting other revenue streams as well. And plus, you'll be helping Amazon be Amazon and take over the world slowly and surely. Them, Google, and Facebook are slowly taking over the world. Oh, they're doing it. No. Oh, I'm just kidding. All right, Facebook is in the news again with a little bit not as controversial as the other one about the whole, you know, suppressing conservative viewpoints, not putting them on trend topics. Not that at all. No, it is in the news, especially in the marketing news, because of the live streaming. Yes. Facebook has gotten into live streaming. It is pretty good as I've heard. I haven't really done any live streaming quite yet. Not because I don't want to, just because I don't know what to do. Because if I want to do digital coffee, it has to be something about tech. And since I don't go to the conferences quite yet, I don't have anything to stream. Now I do want to do some live streaming of uh, building computers. That would actually be kind of fun to kind of teach people live and how to do it and what it actually entails. But I haven't gotten resources or the ability to actually do that quite yet. But that will be coming and that is one of my ideas for it. Now, uh, for the Facebook side of it, uh, Facebook has said that uh, live streamers cannot be paid by other sponsors through the live streaming. Yes, that is not allowed. That is against their um, publishing deal that they have with it. They're, it prohibits publishers from doing that. So as of now, you can't do this. Now, Facebook says that they are coming out with uh, geotagging or tagging of brands for live streaming so eventually it will come in the coming weeks but right now you can't do it it's against their terms and services and you will facebook will just not be happy if you did that so don't try facebook will find you out that's what they do they are the overlords of uh social media right now they'll find you and they'll be like hey stop it or we'll revoke you no live streaming for you uh that's my best supernatural impression if you don't know what that one was watch seinfeld Anyways, uh, it seems interesting, especially since um, you could you can technically do it on Periscope. It's, Peris it's not against Periscope's uh, publishing deals. So you can technically do that on Periscope. But with Facebook, since they haven't allowed you to do it yet, it kind of does hurt a little bit. 
However, if you're just wanting to live stream to live stream, it doesn't really matter. It's mostly for publishers and for them to, you know, make money because they aren't doing very well in the whole making money department. Especially BuzzFeed, since recently they lost, well, you know, 32% of their revenue. It's bad. I don't like BuzzFeed at all, but they did lose a whole bunch of money. All right. Uh, Adobe is, well, it's, it's, Pumping up its uh, marketing cloud. Yes, it's adding uh, more ad tech, automatic content tagging, attribution, and email subject lines to help you automate even further because that's what we're going in marketing. We're going to automation because that's where everything's going. Social media, automation. Email automation, everything automation. Why? Because we cannot do all this all the time well. We need help. And unfortunately, it's going to become more and more inauthentic to be on social media. And you're not really going to be reaching actual people. You'll be reaching bots or already pre-canned messages. That's the name of the game. It's the way they're doing it. And that's how it's going to be done because that's how it is. There's just way too much social networks out there right now. Way too much to do and not enough time to actually do it. Now you, now you can make a plan, make a schedule time it out, make all the content done before you actually do it, even days or months ahead of time. But that's the other way of doing it. It will still be automated because you're still going to use a program to push it out. I use Buffer. Buffer is a great site to actually push all that, all that stuff out. Hootsuite's another great one. Uh, Sprout Social is another great one. There's a lot of different ones out there. Uh, and Adobe is trying to up its game with the marketing cloud as well, which is not which is not a bad thing. I mean, automatic content targeting is actually would be really nice. Uh, it's paid though, uh, and then attribution email subject lines is even better, especially for email marketing because it is a very important part of your marketing strategy and marketing plan. Email marketing should never be overlooked. Just because email is old does not mean it's not useful. Uh, so if you haven't been doing a good job of that, I would, you know, look back into it and try to get that back on track because it is a very important part of your marketing strategy. I'm glad that Adobe is doing this and kind of pumping it up. Last week they did buy Livefire for specifically for content as well. So it's all about pushing out the content and making sure that your MarTech is up to date and people, businesses, marketing professionals actually want to use it. It's mostly user-friendly or we can figure it out. I don't mind figuring out a little bit, but if it's way too hard, I would usually tell people don't ever use it. But Adobe is not the best one to get right now. And it really depends on what you're going to use. But I mean, it's, it's one of the few possibilities you can use. If you're on a cheap budget, Buffer and Hootsuite is probably your better bet uh, for uh, automation and social media especially. All right, now, if you're using WordPress and uh, Yoast SEO WordPress plugin, I would update as soon as possible. There is actually a vulnerability with your, your Yoast SEO version 3.2.4. Uh, that is a pretty big security vulnerability that will mess up your SEO settings and you don't really want that to happen. Now, if you already set up for automatic uh, updates through WordPress.com, then you don't have to worry about it. But if you haven't and you're the one that goes through and checks the list off of which ones to update, I would do as soon as possible for your business. I would do it now uh, to be sure that you're safe and that vulnerability is not going to be nefarious and trick WordPress into letting them get into your account. 
and well, doing bad things to your site, maybe even taking control, maybe getting some money, some, you know, some information they shouldn't be getting. So if you still are on 3.2.4 or below, that's another possibility too, or below, because if you're on earlier versions, it's still just as bad. Update to 3.2.5. There already is an update out. I just checked mine uh, a couple hours ago. Mine was already updated. So yes, there is one already out. Be sure you're doing it. Be sure you're updating it because anything below 3.2.4, it's going to be bad for you because that, it's that vulnerability that will allow them to, you know, trick the security measures, make them get login access, and then uh, do some, uh, you know, expose your SEO data and um, basically just snoop around. And you don't want that to happen. Snooping is not a good thing. All right, now the biggest news of today is that Instagram has redesigned its logo and its app. Minor, minor redesign, I should say, for its app. Logo complete redesign. Gone is the brown and the, well, more of the cartoonish looking uh, camera icon for a multicolored outline camera instead. Uh, this is to focus on minimalistic approach. Also, when you get into the app, it's all black and white. There is no more color, and they what they're trying to do is they're trying to focus on the picture in the video and not what's going around it. So this is their way of focusing on what they do best, which is pictures and, well, pictures mainly. Video is still trying to catch up and still needs to catch up, but still, it's gaining momentum. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, this is, it has been known that Instagram was testing out new designs for its uh, app. And one of them popped up, I think a couple weeks ago, was the black and white version of it. And that's what they landed on. Um, also, when you get notifications, it's not orange anymore. It's kind of like a red red tint uh, of a color. But like I said, it is all black and white, except for your pictures. Unless you take black and white pictures, then you'll, all, you'll fit nicely into the design. Uh, people are going to be mixed about this. It's really difficult to redesign, especially a logo, since people are so used to logos uh, that it's very risky to completely change your logo. Do I mind it? It's all right. Uh, it. I didn't really see what was the problem with the original one. I mean, they're not that old of a company, but it's all right. It's very minimalistic. I think anybody could actually make that design and if they could figure out the color scheme of it all and put all the colors together. The outline of it is pretty easy to actually do. I'm pretty sure even doing the multicolor version is pretty easy to do. Uh, so the design itself is pretty just minimal and I think that's what they're going after is they're trying to make sure that whatever Instagram's about, it's about the pictures and the videos and not the blue uh, bar or anything like that. That's why they made it that way. Screen to discreet, that's up to you, and you can post your disgust for it in the comments below if you want to. All right, Instagram is also rolling out retargeting ads. Now you're wondering what retargeting ads mean. It basically means that uh, whatever you look at through the web or your apps mainly, it will show you things you may have looked at before and be like, hey, maybe you should buy this. It is very creepy in a way. Uh, it's a way for 
retailers, marketers to, you know, kind of grab you back going, hey, you looked at this. Maybe you should look at it again. You're like, oh, I did look at that. Let me look at that. Now, Facebook calls it because Facebook because Instagram's owned by Facebook dynamic ads. But it's basically the same thing. You change the name. It doesn't change what it is. Ah, Facebook and their, their renaming of things. They don't need to be renamed. Dynamic ads. Uh, but Facebook does have an advantage over Google, especially since everybody is logged into their site through mobile, multiple different accounts. Uh, they can, you know, effectively know if you bought the product or not, because that's the biggest problem with, re with uh, retargeting ads is that you not necessarily know they bought the product. And if you give the same ad back to them for retargeting purposes and, it, and they already kind of bought it, that's kind of a waste of money. Uh, so this can kind of be a big push. Now I'm very, I'm very skeptical about this because the funny part is that CEO Evan Spiegel of Snapchat said he was way too intrusive and to, to a point he's right. The reason why most people are using ad blockers, including me, is because we don't want those retargeting ads. We don't want to be inundated with ads. And Facebook is just solidifying the reason why people are going to be using it more often. It's because of these ads, people don't want it. And, to, and for marketers out there, expect to see more apps with VPNs and ways of blocking uh, ads. So your retargeting efforts are probably not going to last very long because more and more people are going to be using it. And so what's going to be more important is your influencer marketing, your uh sponsored content and anything like that to keep those dollars you know rising see the impact of it but if you're relying on visual ads from facebook and google especially if they're looking on uh desktop be surprised if it's very low now because ads probably aren't going to work as well as they should because people are using ad blockers opera has just made it available for iOS and so iOS through it, it will allow them to block ads, but also not be tracked uh, through the websites they travel through. And that's for all, that's for Safari, Chrome, Firefox, Opera as well. So you're going to have a problem with that. Also look into advertising through the ad blockers because apparently they don't really understand that ad blocking needs to block ads, not to say, hey, these are ads you should be looking at, but we'll block everything else. I get that's the way to make money, but their main purpose is to block ads and they don't really block all the ads if they say okay to some of the ads. It's very convoluted and doesn't really make sense to me, but no one has actually said, this is weird. Why are they doing that? But yes. Uh, check it that out. Make sure that if you do retargeting ads, you do it through Facebook and Instagram, especially if you're a very visual company. This could be a great thing for you. Retargeting ads are really powerful and they will be for a little while. However, I'm foreseeing more and more of ad blockers becoming more and more popular because of the intrusiveness of ads. And the way it's been going for years, people are getting sick and tired of being overstuffed with ads. And it's our, pro it's our fault. It's Facebook's fault, it's marketer's fault, it's advertiser's fault for doing this. Because eventually people are gonna be like, I'm tired of ads, I don't wanna see them anymore, I don't care if they're relevant or not, I just don't wanna see them anymore. So like I said before, Focus on your influencer marketing, focus on your sponsored content, and focus on making compelling videos as well that 
bring value to your customers, but also allow you to sell a little bit. Also, don't don't shy away from live video, Blabs, Periscope, Facebook Live, anything like that. That's that's also a really great way of just you know showcasing yourself as well. So there's always ways around it, and I would actually look into it because I do foresee the death of ads as we know it. I don't really foresee them becoming indefinite and there needs to be a new way of actually advertising because it's not really working and people are getting really upset about it. All right, Periscope has updated as well. And there's a few new features. One is you can now search for specific categories, hashtags, whatever, and find uh, the Periscope you're looking for. This is the Periscope I'm looking for. Ooh. Also, there's a save function that will allow you to save indefinitely and you don't have to put it to YouTube or Vimeo, which is another great one as well. You can delete it if you want to, but it's another feature that they added. So no more disappearing after 24 hours unless you really want them to. And the final thing is that there's integration with DJI drones. So if you're a, comp if you're a drone company, especially DJI, <laughs> Or if you have a drone company, maybe you want to get on with a partnership with Periscope because it's a great thing. But now, I said this yesterday on Digital Coffee, but I'll say before finally I get to see how people crash their drones in real time. Uh, but no, it'd be interesting to see like football games through that as well, seeing Periscope, seeing the football game live above and like zooming in or other things that could be interesting with drones because drones are pretty popular. Make sure that you, if you do have a drone, you register it with the FAA because if you don't, you'll be in trouble. And it's not really not that expensive. It's a way less expensive than buying the drone, depending on what drone you get. And it's actually gonna get. But yeah, I, I like these updates. These updates are great. I think Periscope is uh, going to be here for the long haul. It's not going to go the way of Meerkat, which I'm still interested to see what Meerkat will actually be doing. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what what all happens with this. They keep on pushing really great updates like this, and it's going to become more and more important to your overall strategy for you know broadcasting your brand, marketing yourself, marketing your company making sure you have a spokesman for your live content and making sure you know it's live and you're not saying something well you should probably shouldn't be saying that does happen all right last week uh there was a report that said linkedin was looking to make their own version of google accelerated mobile pages or facebook instant articles uh for reasons of competition obviously because there is a lot more competition in the news uh section of tech now than there ever was before. LinkedIn did buy Pulse, but it changed it too much where Pulse isn't really that great anymore. I do miss the whole sideways scrolling. Luckily, there's another one called FeedMesh. I don't get paid by them as well, if you're wondering, but it's also, it's a great RSS feed with the sliding different, you can actually have different folders or different tabs for categories as well. So check it out if you really want to. Uh, but back to LinkedIn, LinkedIn has been looking into more Facebook articles type of way of pushing out media content or news content. They have focused on more Facebook, in, I mean, LinkedIn influencers, but that can only go so far. Um, LinkedIn isn't the most popular social media out there, but they still do a pretty good job, especially in the, with 
uh, beating projections. So still a very viable company. I would like to see them more pushed into video because they have not really done that at all, especially live video. I think an acquisition from Blab or something like Blab would be a really great fit for LinkedIn if they could actually do that. Uh, having more of a more professional like roundtable talk for live streaming would be a really great asset for them. Make it a little bit more popular than it already is because right now the only thing you can really push out is photos. You can upload photos to the site and that's about it. You Videos, you have to go through YouTube and I'm fine if they don't have their own video player. That's, that doesn't really bother me. But having a live streaming roundtable type of professional discussion would be so influential. I'm hoping that they actually are considering doing this or they're actually one of you is actually listening and taking my suggestions. But uh, it is a really great move for LinkedIn to actually do a more speedier way of getting content out there, especially since you have Medium that is pushing into their territory. Facebook has been slowly pushing into their territory, especially with instant articles. But the funny thing is, is they are a, a partner with or a member of Google Open Init Source Initiative uh, that enables accelerated mobile pages. But I'm pretty sure they're gonna they want what they want to do is make their own have publisher deals. So that's how you get more of the money and branch out that way because of the well, the very competitive side of news, especially in tech, and everybody and their mother trying to do that from. Apple to Google to Facebook and Twitter, it's it, it's looking like a very competitive field and you have to find ways to differentiate from yourself. And, and I'll say this before and I'll say it again, we are going to see the war of accelerated mobile pages or the war of just enhanced mobile pages. We have Facebook uh, Instagram, we have Google accelerated mobile pages and we have Apple News. We're probably gonna see the LinkedIn one. Uh, if Twitter does it, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be that surprising, even though they're they're a member of the, the Accelerate Mobile Pages as well. Uh, you're going to see more and more uh, competition through that sphere because that's the next way of doing that. Now, uh, I held off saying this because this is more my bigger thing. Uh, it's bots. Bots are a huge thing now. It's it's going to be becoming the next big thing for social media or tech. Uh, bots became popular through Slack. Slack, if you don't know what Slack is, Slack is a uh, professional communication uh, program. You can also do groups as well. It allows you to talk in groups and make different groups for different teams, different categories, whatever you want. They have bots for various different types of things. Uh, Facebook did launch or announced it launched in the last F8 uh, conference and they've been pushing for developers to actually do it and developers have been responding. Now the bots aren't really that great right now and they need to be improved quite a bit because they're just are really spammy and just not very good right now. I know they're new so you're going to have to to be patient about it but they but to be perfectly honest they aren't very good. No one has actually created a really good bot through Facebook Messenger quite yet doesn't mean that they won't. Uh, it's just right now that that's that's the problem with it. Now, Kick has it and Skype is also doing it as well. So be prepared to see a lot more uh, chat pots, uh, especially through through Facebook, uh, just a way of businesses to talk to their customers without 
hiring a whole huge team of customer service reps who have bots doing it for you uh, will also cut down the response time for maybe some minor things. I would only use bots right now for minor, minor uh, inconveniences or minor questions, uh, more complicated questions. Unless you have a very sophisticated bot, you are not going to actually <laughs> work out very well for you. You can see a lot of customers actually upset about, about what's coming. But if you don't like chatbots, I hate to break it to you. They're coming and they're coming in a big way. And a lot of them are going to suck. That's really going to be the main crux of it right now. They're, a lot of them aren't going to be very good because we're trying to figure it trying to figure it out. We're trying to figure out the best way of doing it. Plus the repository of canned responses or responses that bots can make are very limited right now. Just think about the old Siri days and that's kind of how we're at with the chat bots. Now they can look at how if they can figure out how Siri was made or Vive, V-I-V. Uh, the creator of Siri uh, made a new uh, digital personal assistant. Uh, so I would see it happening that way, but right now they are really spammy and annoying. And that's unfortunate because they seem like a really great idea. Now for Slack, I, it's a little bit more limiting and they have very specific things that they, they're doing and they've done a pretty good job of that. But I mean, the Facebook ones, I think because Facebook is trying to do more uh, complex things with the chat box, they are, the chat bots aren't really um, doing a very good job and they're becoming overly spammy. And plus designers just don't really know how to design them very well quite yet. So we're gonna have, we're gonna have to wait a little while. Like I said before, they're coming. Your company probably should look into, into it. Uh, and I will actually uh, recommend a website that will actually help you build one for on the cheap as well. So if you need one of those, it's there for you as well. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of tools that are gonna be out there for it. Uh, expect to see more chat boxes with other social networks as well, because it's going to happen. They're gonna start taking over and we're gonna start, we're gonna be talking to more automated responses, even more than before. People hated their automated responses when they called somebody, expect it on Facebook more often. Hopefully they will sound more human and they won't be so spammy, but expect them, expect them a lot, a lot more. Way more than before. I can see it now. All the chat boxes are gonna rise up. No, no, just kidding. Uh, all right, now we're gonna go into the portion of programs and apps that you should try out. Now, uh, you can build a great FAQ uh, page by helpsite.io. Now, it helps you build a great uh, help site or FAQ site that will, you know, help cut down on time to actually build all this stuff and create the con or help you create the content a lot better that is mobile friendly and searchable for customers. So if you're looking for a, and it's free as well, if you're looking for a way to build a help site, helpsite.io is there for you. There's also pricing and plans because even though it's free, there's probably gonna be some limiting factors. Now the free one gives you 25 articles, one team member, custom donate, uh, domain and that's it. The standard one for $15 a month is 250 articles, five members, custom don, uh, domain. Uh, 
and a removal of helpsite.io branding. And then the gold one is more the three from the standard plus custom HTML slash CSS, SSL, or custom dom domain, and private-internal KB, which is probably the best one for it. But like I said, it's always up to you. Now, are you looking for ways to create uh, really beautiful graphs? Well, Statepedia is there for you. It will allow you to create anything from line graphs to bar graphs to other things, pie charts, anything, anything you can try out. It will create it for you and it looks really nice and professional and you won't waste a lot of time doing it yourself. So if you're looking for that next way of doing it, do as well. You can also share with people, search uh, new sets and create them as well. Um, so you don't actually have to do it yourself, but yes, just make sure you put it in an Excel spreadsheet and it will create it for you. So it's called Statpedia. Kind of like Wikipedia, but without the wiki. All right. Is your team always on a coffee run? Well, there's a new Slack bot called Dash Coffee or backslash coffee that will collaborate your team with who needs the most and who's going to get coffee. So if you're that type of person that always goes on a coffee run, yes, this is it for you. Plus, this is part of Digital Coffee, so it's an always opportunity to talk about tech and coffee together. It's always great. But yes, it, or, it organizes your team for coffee runs because it's important. Coffee is what shapes businesses right now, or at least makes me wake up in the morning a lot quicker. I'm not so grumpy. It's not pretty sight. All right. Are you looking to make your WordPress well, an app? Well, Warana uh, is the way to do it. Now, it's for both iOS and Android apps, so you have a great way of doing it. Now, there's a free version, but it's do-it-yourself, open-source project, and iOS and Android and iOS app. Uh, the $150 one, or probably it's a little bit more than that, but uh, is iOS app, Android app, build and publish, one-time payment, and then the 250 the Pro Edition is iOS app, Android app, build and publish, and one-time payment, and all extensions are included. It's 250, and then the enterprise, you have to call them. But if you're looking to make your uh, WordPress site into a beautiful app, this is something for you. There's also plugins that allow you to kind of like, allow you to do that as well, so you may not actually need this, but if you're looking to kind of, you know, help boost your website, this could be a great way of doing it, especially since most people browse through mobile. Now, uh, are you looking to, you know, check out what people are writing uh, or look at different articles, maybe boost them or help boost your own social media stuff? But Boost the News will help you with that. You can monitor articles from brand, competition, and industry, uh, look at keywords like tech, fashion, men's fashion, anything like that. I actually checked it out it's free uh but the free one only gives you about three of them to actually monitor so be sure you know which one you want to monitor luckily i did three that i thought i could do which eh, it happens i didn't know it was only three but like i said it's three when you sign up for free obviously for pricing you'll get more ways of monitoring it but the for the free version you only get that uh, they don't really have uh, a pricing model quite yet, but they will eventually have it. Uh, so it should be interesting to see what actually business will actually do and if it actually will be preferable. All right, now for 
video tools, it's really expensive to actually buy uh, Adobe Cloud CC. It's not cheap, it's not free. However, there is a lot of different tools for making videos. Now, uh, Grab.io uh, allows you to stream, edit, and publish videos anywhere, so it's very mobile friendly. Uh, you can share mobile clips to Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. I would like to see Vine on there as well because that is primarily video only. Right now it's not there. Uh, it's cloud-based, so you save on the cloud. You can, you know, find it anywhere. Uh, you don't have to go, oh, I gotta go back to the computer to do it. Uh, collaborate with team members as well, which is actually a really great thing if you're editing and you want an okay from your boss or just people to give you a quick look and see if it's actually good and it'll allow you to drive reach engagement and revenue as well with real-time analytics so you're looking for the next uh video editing tools that is not adobe and is not as well as long as expensive uh check this out it's pretty good it's pretty nice uh especially i do like the whole uh collaborating with your team and having your team see that as well that's a really nice way of doing it um like I said, it's it, the free version will be fine, but it's not always going to be free. Uh, so be sure you're doing it. There is a sign up process for it. So if you do want to try it out, be sure you sign up as quickly as possible because they're probably going to be looking for it. All right. Do you hate invoices? Because I do. They are time consuming. I don't have enough time to do it. Uh, now, proper invoice will allow you to, well, make a great invoice for startups, freelancers, small businesses, and not waste so much time doing it. Uh, it's invoice instantly, track expenses, and accept online payments as well. So if you're looking for a way of actually doing that, and it's iOS and Android enabled, so you can look download the app too. This is the one for you. Uh, it's great that you can actually accept online payments and monitor your business that way. Uh, there's smart email notifications as well. Um, so if you are a small agency slash freelancer, this is the way to go. It's called proper invoice. All right. Do you not like the event calendar or the calendar that you have? Well, a simple event calendar will help you uh, at have stunning, amazing, e and easily manage all your events on your website. Yes, on your website, because people want to know what's going on in your life, especially if you're very popular or love to do it. Um, or if you do a lot of events, too. Uh, there's embeds uh, onto any website with one small, small line of code. You can sync with Apple or Google calendars, which is a nice feature, and get rid of your old and ugly event pages if it's really old and ugly. But if you have a designer, it's not going to be old and ugly unless you have a really terrible designer, then you probably should fire uh, But it's $5 per month, so it's not free, but it's very interesting, especially if you are not a really good designer, especially if you don't know how to design websites. This is another way for doing it, especially if it's just one line of code. I'm hoping that I actually will have a WordPress plugin eventually down the line because that will be a lot easier for people to use. Uh, but like I said, it's not cheap. $5 a month may seem cheap, but in the long run, it's not as cheap. So you might want to find other alternatives to doing it. But if you're looking for that way to do it. All right. Snapchat is very popular. Every business is trying to get on it. So there's a company called Snap Geofilters that wants to help you make your own custom Snapchat geofilters. Yes, Snapchat announced that they were doing this a while ago and they had a guidelines of what you can and cannot do. So this is just a great way of 
making really good Snapchat geo filters, especially if you are the type of company that does a lot of events, this is a way to go. Now you can do this for weddings, conferences, parties, and all that other fun stuff. Uh, the pricing is the go-getter is $25. It has basic illustration creation, PNG image tile, uh, file tile, file downloader, delivery within three days, two revisions and guideline support for submission process. Now the $50 is the best seller. It's custom, all, all the ones. Um, now the delivery is one to three days and you have five revisions. And then the, the, all, the go all out one, is well it's basically the same but instead of just the png file you also have the source file included uh which is a really great thing but if you aren't really that adept with uh photoshop and all those other things or really just don't have the time to go through all of all the process of what snapchat wants for uh Geo filters, this is it for you. Now they said it's for, it can be for weddings, conferences, and parties, but I mean, if you're on a budget for weddings, you might want to actually do this. Um, but parties could be a great thing, especially for big traveling parties. Conferences, yes, I could see this doing a really great job, especially for PRSSA or PRSA National Conference. Uh, any of the social media or marketing conferences out there as well. Coachella probably does it. I'm pretty sure they do it as well. Um, but yeah, if you're looking to do that, this is a great one for you. Now for chatbots. Yes, there is a company called ChatFuel for Messenger that will allow you to build intuitive bots or actually have an intuitive builder to build bots. No coding required, which is another great thing because that's a lot of coding. It will. It's a very guided uh, process of showing you like what, what do you want to create you can create your custom one they have two other ones that will help you create as well uh, so if you're looking to get your business into chat uh, bots this is the way to do it like I said before I would try to do it only for the very simplistic type of prompts and not do the very complicated prompts and have a live person actually do that this is a great way of doing it uh, it's called Chat Fuel for Messenger once again. And that is Marketing Blend for today. I hope you guys enjoy it. And like I said before, what do you think of chatbots? Do you think they are here to stay or not? And for Instagram, do you like the redesign? Do you not? What is your take on it? Uh, and one more thing. That's another question. This is a three-part question. Ooh. Uh, what do you think of uh, retargeting ads? And are, are they here to stay for the long term or the short term? My my inclination is the short term. They're not here to stay that long because of ad blockers and all those other things that are popping up really quickly. All right, and to follow Digital Coffee, go to Twitter and follow us. Follow me on uh, Digital Co Seven Seven EE. Instagram at Digital Coffee Podcast. YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast. Facebook Digital Coffee, and VineyardDigital.coffee. Uh, yes, I post different gaming videos plus different little tippet news that you may actually want to know. And if you like these podcasts so much, feel free to support me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. All right, guys, join me tomorrow when I talk about gaming and all the gaming news that's going out there. All right, guys, have a great day.